Here we go, one more time. Everybody's feeling fine. Here, here we go, go. Yes, 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 here we go. In sync has Hi, guys. Hi. I'm Jenna. I'm Beth. Hi, Beth. Hey, Jenna. Um, we are here to talk all things Lent. Do you know what Lent is? Lent, baby. Let's tell you about Lent. Beth? Well, we're about to enter into the liturgical season of Lent. It's our preparation before Easter. So we spend 40 days with Jesus in the desert, and it's typical that we would enter into some penitential practices. That means we would take on something or fast from something. Usually, praise God, you guys can hear us. You can hear us today. What a treat. This is great news. Uh, typically, we would discern a prayer fasting and almsgiving. We would want to do or not do something in every one of those areas. It's kind of a kind of an overview of Lent. Was that sufficient? Did you talk about the desert? Begins on Ash Sorry. Wednesday. I said, yeah, Jesus, we spent Sorry. 40 days Great. in the desert with yes. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. What's I not mean, working? Wow, I have never. You too. I was just on YouTube and I could hear it. What? Tell me everything. Hello. Um. Yeah, so. Lent is something I dislike, like most <laughs> liturgical seasons Jenna. or holidays or my birthday. Mm. And this year, Father Mark Mary came to our book club. Yeah. And me. he said, to celebrate something is to receive the gift of it. And I thought that was just wow. so beautiful. He's a big celebrate guy. It's a big, it's a big thing. I was like, Lord, I want to receive the gift you're giving me. Yes. So I want to celebrate it. Wow. If that's how I receive the beautiful gift of Lent, I will celebrate. This is amazing. I know. It sounds like you had a little conversion. It was really beautiful. Yeah, I, he brought that to mind for me when he was out here visiting, maybe two years ago. Um, he was was just sharing that really it's a it's a discipline to celebrate things. Wow. Yeah. And that if we don't celebrate, life just like moves too fast and we're exhausted and worn out. But if we don't mark things, if we don't celebrate mm -hmm. people and seasons and milestones, we miss out on the joy of our lives essentially and the beauty of what God is doing in our lives. So, that really stuck with me. I, I, I didn't think of that think in terms of Mary. the liturgical seasons, however. Yeah. Also, he didn't use that language about receiving it as a gift. It was just like, yeah, I do feel like life goes too fast. And yeah, I do think celebrating would, would help me. Well, this workshop actually happened to be on Beth's birthday. Yeah. So then it was like, again, I'm not a big fan of my birthday. I, yeah. And I'm fine about other people's birthdays. But then I was like, Beth is a gift to me. And I want to like receive the gift of Beth. And how wow. do I do that as I celebrate her? Wow. You know? Yeah. It's like really special. I was receiving the gift of my birthday <laughs> by not being at that workshop. <gasps> yeah. I took the day off. Right. And Good. really, I, I think maybe not like totally consciously, but I there was a part of me that was like, no, this day is different. There's something yeah. different about this day. And so I'm going to take the day off. Does that seem excessive? Yes. But I wanted to position myself to receive the gift of my life, really. Yeah. And to thank God. Like, even going into the day, I just had, like, profound gratitude mm. for my life and for the people that God has given me. And 
the things that God has done in my life. And so I wanted to kind of make space to receive the gift. So buckle up, Lent. Here we go. Coming after you. Okay. Okay, so share your Lenten plans. Are you doing... What are you doing for prayer, almsgiving, fasting? Yeah. Do and, you do you know what you're doing even? Or are yeah. you still discerning that? And Beth and I actually made a little worksheet together to share with we you did. guys on like how to discern what yes. to do for Lent. Um, yes. And can we emphasize that? Yeah. That, that Lent, Lenten penances, what we do for Lent, is meant to be discerned. Yeah. I remember growing up, just like culturally, Catholicism is like, oh, Ash Wednesday? Okay. I'm giving up red meat. I'm not eating red meat or I'm not drinking soda. Um, everybody, I've known people who would just do the same thing every year, which is, I guess, fine. Like, I don't know that fasting is ever bad, but I guess it does kind of come down to intention. Anyway, sure. um, I Lent changed for me. Life changed for me. My relationship with God changed when I began to discern what he wanted me to do for Lent. So cool. Because I might understand this thing that I need okay. to work on, something I need to do, something I want to root out of my life. Yeah. And I want to like go after that with like big shears. I want to cut that off. The thing is, I don't always understand what's at the root yeah. of that behavior. Yeah. And so when I began asking the Lord, what do you want me to do for Lent? Consistently, I am surprised by... <laughs> The, the gentleness mm. of what God invites me to do. Yeah. I was just talking with some friends last night at the Bless Issue Weekly Nights. And okay. we were talking about um, like how people go into Lent and you feel like you're, now's the time to run a marathon. You know, mm. like this is the time to get spiritually very serious. Mm. And they said, but what if we thought about Lent as training for a marathon mm -hmm. because we're not ready to run a marathon on Ash wow. Wednesday. But what if we like stepped up, like kind of increased our penances rather than going from zero to a marathon and then we fail in the first week mm -hmm. and we're discouraged. But what yeah. if we thought about it as training, spiritual training? I thought that was so cool. Yeah, it's like couch to 5K. But yeah, it's for Lent. Couch to... I can't, I can't Holiness, find sainthood. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so asking the Lord helps me to understand what's at the root. Um, I'll give you an example. Even as we were kind of talking about what, what we're drawn to, what we think we need to do for Lent, really, as uh, I was listening to my friend, I was just like, you know what's underneath that? You're exhausted. Mm. So maybe a better penance would be to go to bed early instead of... I need to get up early and do an hour of prayer. And maybe instead wow. the penance should be go to bed early so that you have energy and sleep better and are more capable <laughs> of spending time in prayer. Do you know what I mean? But we're just trying to add in all the prayer instead of making our hearts and our lives more receptive to prayer. Does that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to share the little workshop worksheet we yeah. made. Um, but I put it in the chat box, too, for mm -hmm, you guys to download mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. But essentially, the first question, Beth, is, oh, yeah. Lord, I'm so thankful for. Ugh. Which, okay, so I added this one. Do you mind scooting that way? I mean, do I need to be in it? Yeah. The don't don't you so guys want to see Beth? I mean, they want to see our matching jean jackets. Right, exactly. 
So I love going into prayer thanking God. Yeah. So like really posturing my heart in a in a posture <laughs> of uh, thanksgiving. And mm -hmm. like today I was just, again, but kind of back to the celebrating thing, like thank you so much for my life. Thank mm -hmm. you for this breath. Thank you for... Um, not just like the material things or like the beautiful things in my life, but thank you for life itself. Wow. Um, and so just like positioning our hearts to come in into prayer saying, thank you, God. Like, I'm not asking for something from you. Yeah. I'm not wanting you to fix all of these things. I do want you to fix things, yes. but that's not like I'm here, first of all entering the gates with thanksgiving yes um do you want to add anything to that yes okay great i want to add many things to that great 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 i i just think we could all benefit from a, a discipline oh am i coming back no no okay great. it's not on the app but it's guys if you're app. in the app go get the download yeah look at the worksheet in yeah. there in the chat um what i find with thanksgiving what it's done for me is that in the past, early, early days, and well, even still now, I can come into prayer, like you described, and want to work on things. Yeah. I have an agenda. There are things that are wrong. I come in heavy hearted. Yeah. But if we choose Thanksgiving, if we choose to celebrate our life and the way that God's provided for us, for the blessings in our life, suddenly something lifts interiorly. Like there's a there's this like heaviness, right, that lifts when we enter into Thanksgiving. And it gets our minds off of our problems and really off of ourselves. And in light of all the good and beautiful things that God has done and is doing, suddenly our problems kind of shrink back to normal size. I think, I think if we focus too much on our problems, it's kind of like, uh, here's our problems, here's all the blessings. But if we bring our our thanksgiving the blessings into the forefront the problems shrink down a bit how cool you know i love that it's a matter of focus yeah oh i'm still over here yeah okay. okay then the next one is i come into your presence this was stolen from divine intimacy <sighs> the one and only we love that book yeah well so really just posturing our hearts to come into the presence of God. Well, I think and does that, more need to be said yes yeah i think that <laughs> could take that could take some time. That could take the whole time that it you're praying. It honestly could. I did a holy hour on my birthday and I was like so agitated and anxious. Mm. There were just things coming up and I feel like it took me the full hour yeah. to even come to like settle in, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that is a, an important part of prayer that we don't just barrel into what we need. We begin with Thanksgiving that like calms everything down. It lifts our souls. And then we we recognize, like, I'm coming into your presence. I'm not alone here. You're here with me, God. Yeah. Okay, so then we get started and invite you into actually praying specifically mm -hmm. about Lent. And really these questions aren't like, what should I give up for Lent? But yeah. like, and not just like talking to like the universe. Like we're talking to a person. Yes. That person is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, God, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> So let's like talk to the person. You yeah. know what I mean? So we said, Lord, how are you inviting me to pray this Lent? I forgot the word me in this word. Yes. It's a conversation. <laughs> it's not you just thinking, what should I do for Lent? Yeah. What do I think God wants me to do for Lent? What are all my sins and how do I intellectually overcome them with virtue? It's a, it's a conversation. Yes. And you might even say, Lord, I've been thinking about this. There's this thing going on in my life. I don't like this mm. thing about myself. I'm struggling with this sin. 
What do you think about that? Yes. Instead of trying to solve it yourself, to bring it into the light of yes. conversation. So I love all of these questions for discernment mm -hmm. are a dialogue. They're mm -hmm. all written as though they're the questions are directed to another person. Yes. So then the next one is, Lord, how are you inviting me to fast this Lent? It's an invitation. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Wow. And then the last one, Lord, how are you inviting me to give alms this Lent? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the questions that we just wanted to invite you to pray with. And prayer, again, is a conversation. It's a relationship with a person mm -hmm. to ponder to yes. discern it's so important to not just like try to do this on our own you know can i also say you don't have to come away with a completed worksheet nope one holy hour one prayer time i started asking the lord about lent probably two weeks ago just like hey lord i'm thinking about lent is there anything you want to tell me historically sometimes he's told me many weeks in advance of yeah. Lent. Yeah. And in those times, <laughs> I've needed a little time to warm up to it, mm. you know? Other times, it was, I mean, the very first time I asked the Lord, I heard on Ash Wednesday. So there, there's no right or wrong time to ask, but keep asking. Don't put the pressure on yourself to hear from God and have a plan for Lent. The plan that we want to propose to you is to pray about it. Yes. And that there's no... Um, there's no timeline on that. Mm -mm. Yeah, you might just stop at, Lord, I come into your presence mm -hmm. for the whole 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know? Because you could just sit there and worship him for 30 whole minutes. Yeah. Look at him. Just look at him. Mm -hmm. Let him look at you. Yes. That's a penance right there. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, what if he was like, just let me look at you every day? Wow. You're like, oh, that's not hard. Why don't you try it? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Try sitting and letting perfect love look upon you. Bet you'll start squirming, you know? Totally. Anyway. That's a good one. That is a good one. I don't know. I just thought of that. That was okay. for somebody, you know? Do you have anything, Beth, that you want to share that you, you do think the Lord is calling you to this Lent? Or are you still praying? Well, I am really wrestling. Yeah. Because I want something pretty spectacular for Lent. I... Lent is my favorite liturgical season um, because it is the season where I most fall in love with Jesus. Uh, because it's so personal and because, I mean, think about the intimacy of us walking into the desert. There's no one and there's nothing else out there, you know? All we have is each other. So for me, Lent is an incredibly intimate time with Jesus. Also, the desert is like very dear to me. Anyway, I love Lent. And so I like get very excited and I'm like, tell me what to do for Lent. And he's like, not telling me anything. My sense is I'm already doing what he's asking me to do, which is to take a sabbatical in a particular place. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's asking me to give up America for Lent. Yeah. Give up America. Okay, well, that, okay, you guys are putting amazing things in the comments and I want to read all of them. But while Beth has just brought up sabbatical, I think that's a good segue to yeah. talk about sabbatical and kind of what um, this experience has been of yeah. the evolution of sabbatical. The unfolding, if yes. you will. Yes. Yeah, the because flowering. You guys, the Lord, I'm sure you know, 
you've experienced it, sometimes he reveals just one step at a time. And when you get that yeah. word or invitation from him, you're like, I don't quite get it, but yeah. I'll say yes to that thing. Oh, okay, now you're calling me into something else, into deeper territory. Okay, yeah. yes, I'll say yes to that. It's just a matter of small steps in obedience. Um, and that really has been the experience of sabbatical here at Blessed Is She so far. Yeah. And this invitation into Blessed Is She to take a Sabbath rest. Mm -hmm. um, so I know we talked about sabbatical a couple of years ago, or a couple of uh, episodes ago, Q&As ago. But, um, and I just shared about it today on Teachable Tuesday okay. about Blessed Is She taking a break. Yeah. And the importance of taking longer periods of rest. Um, I... I I spoke about uh, Mark chapter 6 when the disciples come back from preaching and teaching and traveling all over the countryside and Jesus says, you know, they're so hyped and Jesus says, come away and rest a while. Yeah. And um, I had never really thought or prayed with this, but just our experience of actually doing that, like traveling to preach the gospel. Like I had just come back from a women's conference uh, in Wisconsin and I was like, wow. I'm actually doing what Jesus mm -hmm. sent the disciples to do. I'm like traveling to preach the word, which is such a privilege. It was so cool. But when I come back from a trip like that, it's, I'm exhausted. Yeah. But I'm also really amped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like totally. the Lord did so much and I'm excited. And then I dive right back into work. And so as I was praying with this verse, I was like, wow, after an intense period of missionary activity, living the gospel, um, and not just people in ministry, but like in your vocation, you are intensely doing missionary work, like forming souls and preaching the gospel to your coworkers, to your kids, yes. right? There comes a time when physically we just need to take a break. Mm -hmm. We need a rest. And, and that's sometimes a longer period. We talked the week before about the importance of that every single week with mm -hmm. the Sabbath on Sundays. Yeah. But when Jesus says, come away and rest a while, that's like a full stop, right? They're leaving the crowds. They're um, not doing their normal daily stuff. Um, and they're giving their bodies a chance to rest. And I needed that after Wisconsin. They're giving their minds, like my mind is like racing with really good things and things that could have gone better. I need to give my mind a rest. I need to give my emotions a rest because... I've seen and talked to all these beautiful people and the Lord's stirring things in my own heart. Mm -hmm. I need to give my soul a rest and be replenished after pouring out. So it's it's so multidimensional, this rest. It's necessary for so many reasons, no matter your age or stage in life. Anyway, I don't think I answered any of your question. <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> The important, I guess you're talking about the importance of sabbatical, taking a rest. Taking a break. Yeah, take a yeah. rest. Yeah. So how did this happen for us, Jenna? How did we discern that this is what Blessed Is She is doing for Lent, which is the first time we've done something like that? Well, yeah, it's been eight years and we've never, we have um, prayed with and put out content and um, resources that have walked with thousands of women for eight years yeah and um like what a privilege it has been an honor to be a part of women's prayer time um and inviting them to know the lord in like a really deep and beautiful way 
And we've never, uh, even though probably about a year ago, I really, we felt this like burden of we're entering into our seventh year of blessed is she. And we very much feel the Lord is calling us to a Sabbath rest of some kind. Um, it's biblical. Um, we prayed about it a lot. Uh, we felt called to it and we didn't uh, do it at that time. There just wasn't space to take the rest that we did feel called to. Mm -hmm. um, and so in this past six to eight months, it's been more and more revealed that now is the time to do it. Um, and so practically, we talk about this on the podcast too, on the sabbatical podcast. Um, we talk about like the practicalities of that. But again, this unfolding has been that not just sabbatical for some of the staff, but a Sabbath rest for Blessed Is She, uh, devotionals, um, social media, um, and our website and our app website will still be live and we still want to journey with you um, as part of your Lenten experience. Um, and but really to invite you into a Sabbath rest of like, just focus on one thing. And that one thing is our new wine Lent devotional or whatever it is you feel called to yes. read and pray with this Lent, but to not have many different areas uh, to go to in your prayer time, but that there is like a focused um, prayer time and thing to resource to use during your prayer time. Um, and that like Blessed Is She ministry will be taking arrest on social media. Um, we're going to let the ground lie fallow mm -hmm. um, to allow the Lord to do something in our hearts uh, to make room for new growth, whatever that is. And ultimately, it's the Lord's decision. Yeah. And we are being obedient to what the Lord has asked of us. Um, does that mean it's easy for us? No. Does that mean it makes sense to us? No. Uh, does that mean it's not scary at times to think about the practicalities of that? No. Does that mean we don't feel like, oh, are we potentially letting Blessed Is She down? Yeah. Uh, readers of Blessed Is She, people who have prayed with us? No. But it's the Lord. And so we're being obedient to what we know that the Lord is calling us to in this season. And so we hope by our obedience He'll continue to reveal more and more, which is what he's done our whole lives. He's mm -hmm. faithful to us. Mm -hmm. And if we take one obedient step at a time, no matter how scary it is, that applies to every single one of us. It's not just for Blessed Is She, it's mm -hmm. for you too, to take an obedient step one at a time. And he will be faithful to your obedience and your submission to what he's asking of you. What do you got? I mean, I just wanna, I just wanna weep because it's all of those things that you described. It's so beautiful. It's very uh, exciting because so much of it is unknown. Yeah. It was surprising. It's not something I think we would ever have come up with ourselves. It's, yeah. It's too scary, honestly. Yeah. It's too big a risk to let a ministry and a business just like rest, mm -hmm. you know, for seven weeks. Um, but it's been confirmed again and again. So I just wanted to share um, kind of where this came from. Exodus chapter 23, starting at verse 10. For six years you shall sow your land and gather in its yield. But the seventh year you shall let it rest and lie fallow, so that the poor of your people may eat, 
and what they leave the wild animals may eat. You shall do the same with your vineyard and your olive orchard. So Jenna came upon this verse, had some beautiful prayer with it mm-hmm. in our seventh year. Yep. But we were just, you know, to be honest with you, and I think you can probably relate to this. We were moving at such a breakneck pace that it would have been nearly impossible to full stop, you know? Um, but the seed of that word was planted in our hearts. Yes. And over the last year, there has been a slowing down, which I think was all preparation for this Sabbath rest, this sabbatical. So the root word of sabbatical is Sabbath. You might normally hear Emia, right, that professors would take a sabbatical. And actually, typically, it's 10 years, which is not biblical. Biblically, it's seven years. And initially, for us, just to kind of share the unfolding of this grace, the invitation was that Jenna and I um, take a sabbatical, like actually that we would be out of the office and we were going to have our (laughs) our email passwords changed. Like we were like, you have to rest, you have Mm -hmm. to stop. And um, honestly, you know how the Lord is, you know how grace is. There, there's so much and so many connections and and I'll just share, it's the first time this has like come to my heart, so I just want to share it with you that three years ago, I was on a plane, it was pre-pandemic, and I kept reading this verse in John 15, I want to say it's John 15, 7, um, I'm going to read it to you, because I think it matters, I think it really, really matters. What a life with Bible tabs, you know? What a life with the word. Lord, can you help me? Mm, here we go. Verse, it is verse 6. I thought it was verse 6. I second guessed myself, but it is John 15, 6. <laughs> Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Mm-hmm. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. And every time I would go to prayer, John 15, 6, John 15, 6, John 15, 6. And I was like, this is a very scary verse, Lord. <laughs> like, I'm not feeling consoled by this verse at all. Yeah. And it was weeks that I was praying with this verse. Okay, abide in me. So then I would emphasize, abide in me. But if you do not abide in me, you're thrown away like a branch. The cut off from the branch withers, thrown into the fire, and burned. Yikes. Anyway, it was horrible. And I remember being on this flight... And I was doing my crazy thing where I'm like checking out sites and running retreats and trying to maximize all my time, you know? And it was very exciting. And it was like abundance and it was crazy, you know? But I was on a plane, that verse came up again, and I just, I felt, I saw, I had this profound experience of the closeness and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And he held my face in his hands and he said, I don't want you to burn out. And I was very puzzled by that because I did not feel burnt out. I was so excited and grateful. I couldn't believe that this was my life. But looking back prophetically, God gave me that word to say, if you don't slow down, you will burn out. And I just want to share that with you. I don't want you to burn out. God does not want you to burn out. The Holy Spirit does not want you to burn out, even in the name of ministry. He doesn't want you to burn out. So for me, I'm seeing the grace of that, the provision of God for that word three years ago, coming around now. 
Yeah, I think so much of my life has been this experience of, Lord, is this for me? Ah. And then realizing, yes, <laughs> it's for you and. Yeah. It's for you and your marriage. It's for you and, like, I could cry about that. Yeah. It's for you and your family. It's for you and your friendships. It's for you and blessed is she. Mm -hmm. Like, it's both. It's all of it. I am here for all of it. And so sabbatical and Sabbath rest is not just for Beth and me. Yes. It is for you to know that you can rest in the arms of God and you don't have to keep striving and thinking that you have to habit change your way out of sin. I don't know. Like you can be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like he, he wants nothing more than for you to just sit in his arms and if I and Blessed Is She has ever put out content that has distracted you away from prayer or been a crutch for you in prayer in any way, shape, or form that you think my prayer is only what these women have to say about the daily readings, mm -hmm. that is not what the God of the universe wants for you. He wants an intimate, personal relationship with you. Yes. Not with what Beth says yes. about a daily reading. He wants it with what Veronica says and what uh, Sarah says and Patricia and Christy and Leda and Kanichi and Molly. He wants your heart, not just what we have to say about the daily readings in our daily devotions every day. He wants to speak to you personally. And so if in any way, blessed as she has ever been, well, I did my daily prayer by yeah. reading the, the daily devotion, hearing what Beth had to say about the daily readings. I just ask you to humbly take that to the Lord and say, I'm grieved, Lord, that I'm going to not have this for the next 40 days and I'm bothered by it. But what do you want from me? What is it, Lord, that you want me to step out in, mm. in fear or in confusion and say like, Lord, I don't actually know how to pray without this. Can you teach me? Oh, yes. Like, what is it that you want with me, Lord? Because it's not just for me and Beth mm -hmm. or for the staff of Blessed Is She. Mm -hmm. It is for you. And here's the thing. Again and again in Scripture, the Lord tells us, I am a jealous God. He's not only talking about these idols that we give our affections to. We... We can actually make an idol of good things. Yes. And so if blessed is she is in the way for you of hearing God's voice, we're giving you the space because he's a jealous God. He doesn't want you to want or need blessed is she more than you want or need him. So this has unfolded for us. It began as really a grace from God for our hearts. But as we sat with it, it, it became... It always was, but we took mm -hmm. that first step of yeah. obedience and then it became a corporate grace for our staff. And we began to think, what could that look like for them? They, they've been praying through and posting daily, multiple times a day for eight years. More than 2,000 devotions have come out every single day. The staff needs to rest. If we want and I'm not just saying that like, oh, we need a break. I, the Lord is commanding us. Mm -hmm. It's not all up to you. You can't do this on your own. And if you continue to do that, you're actually going to train yourself to believe that you can do it yourself mm -hmm. and you don't need me. 
So we're stepping back in obedience. We're letting the staff pray, discern. They'll be in the office. They'll be, uh, again, that the app and the website are live. We're united in prayer. We're reading the Lenten devotional. We're putting out a podcast to continue to walk with you through the Lenten devotional. Yes. But we're letting, uh, content-wise, we're letting the ground lie fallow. We're letting the staff rest. We began to think about the writers. And this was a massive step of trust. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like a literal leap of faith mm-hmm. <laughs> to say, what if we didn't put out daily devotions? Because the writers, the writers have been praying and serving and, and thinking about blessed is she for eight years as well. They need to rest. It's not only the soil of the ministry, mm-hmm. right? It's the soil of our hearts mm-hmm. that needs to be replenished. The soil of your heart Mm -hmm. needs to be replenished. Instead of dumping all kinds of things on top of it, trying to hack it, or like Mm -hmm. planting too many seeds, you know, we're just going to like let it rest. We're going to let the the land of the ministry and the the soil of our hearts life out and get re-nourished by God himself. Yes. Not by a resource, but by God himself. We're asking him to come and tend to the vineyard. He is the vine dresser. Mm-hmm. He is the vine dresser. Blessed she is not the vine dresser. Um, is there another? Was there another dimension? I don't know. It went from us, the staff, the writers. Everyone. We, we just have a sense that, and we hope and pray that it really it's a prophetic witness to you that you too can rest, that, that you too can trust God to take care of you to take care of your family, to enjoy your life, your marriage, your family, your ministry, your work with him. And, and just kind of like put down the plow. I kept saying that Teachable mm-hmm. Tuesday and that was like a new thing. Like we're just going to put down the plow and we're going to go like, I'm thinking in, in farm lingo, you know, like we're just going to go sit on the porch and like drink some tea. Have a sweet tea. Have a sweet tea. I don't even like sweet tea. You know what I mean? We're gonna have a lemonade. I don't know what you're gonna have. That's big gonna glass have of an water. Irish potato. I'm tip. gonna have a big glass of water on the porch in those rocking chair. You know what I'm talking about? Those rocking chair chairs. And I'm gonna watch the sunset rise and fall. I mean, if any of you field. struggle at all with self reliance, what a time yeah. Yeah. to be invited. Here we to set that plow down. So here's the thing, kind of to come back around to Beth, what are you doing for Lent? I keep asking the Lord because I'm there's still that self-reliance in me. I'm yes. like strive. I want to have something to do. Okay. And he's like, you're doing it. I'm asking you to rest. That's not just something we're like, this is not a campaign for Blessed Is She. Mm-hmm. This is not a, do you know what I mean by yeah, that? Yeah. This is not like something we're just like, sharing about with the community and then we're all doing our own thing the lord is like you are going to rest for lent that's what you're gonna do that's the mandate yes and i don't think i got that even even for all of this i did it it hadn't become that deeply personal i was still like what are we gonna do well you know Okay, you guys are saying amazing things. Yeah, but Can I, I share what Sarah everything. says? Yeah. Okay, Sarah on the app. The other scripture that comes to mind for me is also in Mark when Jesus heals the blind man. He first takes him by the hand yeah. and leads him away outside the village for his encounter with Jesus and healing. I hope to let the Lord take my hand and lead me away this way. Sarah, Lent. stop. I'm crying. It's so beautiful. Yes. I don't. Yeah. 
I'll well, go sit on the porch with lemonade with you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, Lexi, BIS resting this Lent has revealed to me that I've never truly rested. You are wow. showing us all that is possible and should be done. We thank you for this, ladies. Wow. Praise God. Thanks, Lex. Um, guys, I don't know how to read more of this. Wow, there's a lot. Because I'm just going to cry. I know. <laughs> God is glorified through your obedience. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah. That's Amen. what this is all about. Just want to glorify him with my life. Um, can I just say too, and I, I hope that this goes without saying, but I don't, and Jenna, you shared very beautifully, but like, this is hard for us because we love you. <laughs> you know, we want, it's like the greatest joy of my life to do this with you. So even though it's a total grace to me and it's a gift and it's crazy and I don't understand, um, we're really entrusting you to the Lord because you don't belong to us. You belong to the Lord. So, that's all. Here, here. We're not going anywhere either. This isn't Beth's quitting tour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not going into it like discerning. You know, the Lord can do anything and we've given totally. him like a blank check. Like, sure, Lord, this is your field. You're the vine dresser. Um, but it's not like, there's no secret agenda here. Like, I just want to be up front with all of you. It's not like totally. we're all like, blessed as she is in trouble or like our dynamic isn't working. And so everybody's like taking the time out. It's not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, just to say that. We're not front, going to family counseling right now. <laughs> I mean, I love counseling. <laughs> but no, that's not what's happening. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off your thought. No, that was, that was my whole thought. Because I just think when you don't understand something, and this is a real temptation of the enemy, honestly, yep. is to assign motivations or to become suspicious. Totally. Thomas Aquinas talks about this. Suspicion is of the enemy. Wow. And and we're gra when we grasp for understanding, I'm not saying any of you are doing this, but wow. I just want to like clear the air and say, like you don't have to wonder or worry about like, secret motivations like her heart is like <laughs> right here open yeah. for you you know yeah and open to the lord now again he can do whatever he wants but so shannon said highly recommend you read ruth haley barton's embracing rhythms wow. of work and rest from sabbath to sabbatical and back again before if possible oh, re-entry matters shannon thank you so much i needed that because okay. when i've done eight days or five day silent retreats the way you re-enter matters big time. Yes. Like we, I was thinking about that actually with like, what are we even going to do with Teachable Tuesday? Like I fly back the week of Easter. Like am I jumping on Teachable Tuesday? But re-entry really does matter. So I'm going to check that out. Thank you. Um, Shannon, I'm sorry, Catherine in the app, COVID really took a toll on everyone. Mm -hmm. I really see how, how so many in ministry, whatever way that looks like, and other caregiving positions yes. are now dealing with the new normal as a sort of, sort of delayed stress response. We likely all need some pause time for spiritual and mental health. I commend you ladies for taking needed time. You know, I read an incredible book recently talking about all about resilience and how even before the pandemic, it's not like we had these really robust reserves of peace and joy and energy. It's not like we had a lot of margin already. And then we went into the pandemic and I mean, it was just like trauma for 
however many years, you might still be living with that. Um, so now, like the only way to replenish those re reserves or actually get reserves is Jesus himself. He wow. is our reserves. It's not about resting to get like filled up. It's resting in him, with him. And sometimes we have to actually stop to do that. What else? Good stuff. So many things. Wow. Yeah, so I'm excited for you guys to use the worksheet to, if you need it. Yeah. It's just a resource for you to pray about what you're, what the Lord's calling you and inviting you into this Lent. Yeah. Um, and please pray for us and know that we are praying for you totally. every single day. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see what the Lord has in store. You know? I just want you to tell them again about, tell me about devotions, writing devotions. Oh, sure. We've written daily devotions. My like thing with Blessed Is She from the very beginning was that we would be Christian, Catholic Christian women who are gathered around the word. Mm -hmm. um, and so obviously the church offers us the daily readings, which are incredible. Um, and so that we would read the daily readings and really ask the Lord, like, what are you lighting up for me within these daily readings? Um, much like we do with the daily devotions is yes. we read it, we pray with it, we sit with it. And then we're like, Lord, what are you trying to tell me about my life through reading this? Uh, what do you, what's like pricking up for healing or that, um, I need help with forgiveness or any, any of those things. Um, so that you would really read what the church offers to us in the daily readings, um, in mass every single day, um, to consume his word and let it sit in our hearts and say like, Lord, I want to, I want my prayer to be a daily devotion to you mm. that, um, I would, I would maybe journal and say like, this verse really spoke to me and this is why, which is essentially what we've done every single day in the daily readings, uh, in the daily devotions. I want you to be <laughs> your own daily devotion writer to the Lord himself. Like he wants to hear your heart um, so much, as much as he wants to hear every other woman's heart. And here's the beautiful thing. If you've been walking with Blessed Is She, if the daily devotions are a part of your routine and rhythm of prayer, let me just like rephrase that. Your daily routine and rhythm of prayer is to read the daily readings. Yeah. And the daily readings are not going anywhere. Right. God's word is not going anywhere. In fact, you could actually go and, and not read it in your email, but you could go and hear it proclaimed at daily mass. Y you could get more deeply connected to the word that we've been praying with and pondering for eight years in your own life. Let it, um, let it root more deeply in your own heart this Lent instead of, I mean, and I've, I've thought about this too, because I've gone through seasons where I'm like, I read the devotion, but I don't read the readings. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what, what are we doing here? I'm yeah. pretty sure we're doing the readings. And then like, can we build in even like a pause <laughs> that you think about what stuck out to you before yeah. I tell you what stuck out to me? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and this is that pause. This is that pause so that you can read and pray with the daily readings and hear God's voice speaking to you personally. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Petey. Thanks, Jenna. I'm excited to do that. Me too. Well, guys, oh, Teresa, yes, we are praying. That sounds very mm. painful and 
we'll be praying for sure for your nephew. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for being with us, for hanging. Beth won't be here next week, so share your goodbyes. She won't be here for the next weeks. Uh, but Kelsey and I will be here. You will on Tuesday. Yes. That's so cute. I forget what we're talking about, but we'll, we'll chat with you all about yeah. something. All right. Love you guys. Oh, guys. Tell me. You could come and pray with us this <gasps> weekend. Some yes. of you, I think, are coming to the burner tree. Oh but if you're like, wow, I really want to like get filled up. I want to take some time to pray and discern. You could join us on the virtual retreat. Someone said their virtual retreat is like their entry into Lent. So cool. Like intro into Lent. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. And really to make the most of it, you know? Like, I've done virtual things where, like, I've done it, but I'm, like, doing the dishes or I'm, like, listening in the car. And then I've done virtual retreats where I, like, sit on the couch, I light a candle, I go to adoration, I make time for confession. Like, I enter into it as though I'm a part of it. And that, by far, <laughs> bears much more fruit. So cool. Yeah. So I want to encourage you to do that. This is the retreat to do. Yes, there's even virtual small groups happening this weekend mm -hmm. live. If you go through it in real time, you'll be with Sister Mary Claire Strasser. Sarah said, sister. I went to virtual retreat last year and it was amazing. I agree. Sarah, and tell them, tell the people, I'll tell them for you. <laughs> Sarah did the virtual retreat last year. Loved it so much. She's coming this year. What? Yeah. Sarah, I want to yeah. meet you. That's amazing. Yes, you could totally watch it later if you're not. You turned 50 on Saturday. Kimberly, happy birthday. Wow, that's happy amazing. Birthday. You can totally watch it later if you can't watch it yep. live. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You'll it's have, gonna you'll be, always you have guys, access. this retreat is gonna be so bananas. So yeah. you need to come. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Anything else, Beauty? Oh, Annette, great. Can't wait to see you on the retreat. Yay! This is so awesome. That's it, guys. We love you. God bless you. Jenna, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.